Hello to everyone. Another day, another chance to interact, bring joy, fulfillment, knowledge, and fun to each other by our podcast, One Plus One Makes Two. I'm feeling extremely cheery today because Mother Nature was here in the studio before I even arrived. I've always considered just being alive a bonus and feeling good about something makes it a double. And Mother Nature has made it a double bonus with her every appearance on our podcast. Why my joy becomes birthful with Mother Nature here. Hey, I wonder, is birthful a word? No, Bob, you just made it up. I have never heard an offspring of mine say birthful, but I'm sure your listeners will work with you and get the gist. Why joy anyway, Mother Nature? Well, Bob, wouldn't you say, like so much else, it has something to do with evolutionary survival? Evolutionary survival, hmm. Let me apply some common sense to that phrase. Evolutionary survival. Well, you know, Mother Nature, Evolution is required for survival because survival, by definition, is the act of living. Whether you're talking about an individual or a species, Mother Nature, you're talking with someone who had a dictionary in bed next to his pillow and read from it every night. Well, that's good, Bob. Definitions beget certainty. So what's the definition of evolutionary? Sure, Mother Nature. First, let me just give Mr. Noah Webster recognition for compiling in 1828 the first American dictionary, which gets everybody on the same page, literally, concerning the definitions and usage of words. Now, the definition of evolutionary is relating or denoting the development of an organism or species from its earlier forms to its present form. So evolutionary survival describes the changes in a species or an individual which has affected its ability over thousands of years to survive. Well, Bob, like I said before, I have no opinion, I do not pass judgment, and I have no emotions. So how you and all your fellow offspring evolved was determined by the laws of the cosmos. You know, the cosmos has rules. You know, action, reaction, matter transformed, energy, energy transformed into matter, different types of energy, different types of matter. I merely supply the materials that enable life to evolve and continues to evolve. Yes, Mother Nature. I recall you telling us that life just happens. It's just another cosmic event. And life continues by duplication, which is merely an evolutionary event called reproduction. True, Bob. Since I'm here today as a foxy lady, as you Describe me before we started today's podcast, Bob. I may as well indulge in some human qualities, such as humor and laughter and and whatever comes to my mind and body. So what do you think about that, 
Babaroo, Babalooba, Bobby Baby. <laughs> Was that a laugh? My gosh, Mother Nature, I've never heard you laugh. Well, if I want to, I'll get giddy. Baba Beano, Bobby Pino Remo. <laughs> Fine then, Mother Nature. Have your event. You're happening for the moment. Humor yourself all you want. And uh, I'll just hope that the listeners think you're funny. Ask me if I really care, Bob. <laughs> I'd rather not. I would like to return, however, to our original topic while you stand there snickering. You'd rather I guffaw? There's something about that word, guffaw. How did a word like that ever evolve? Do you know the definition of guffaw, Bob? Uh, um, well, thanks, Mother Nature, for switching subjects, um, making me look a little ignorant, and uh, why well, you'll have our listeners perceiving that our original topic that we had scripted for today is not worth discussing. So go ahead, Mother Nature, tell our listeners what the definition of guffaw is. Well, thank you, Bob Blobozo. <laughs> Guffaw, definition of guffaw, a loud, boisterous, sudden laughter. Okay, your turn, Bob. Do you remember what we were talking about? You know, your scripted subject? I'm human. I kind of forget when I'm upset. Ooh, we got a rhyme going now. Jeez, Mother Nature, what's the deal? Don't get too human. Please let me read my notes and figure what we were discussing. But right now, I'm really vexed. Really, really vexed. A disposition which I'm sure will blow over in a while. Listeners, please excuse me. I, I don't like having to refer to my scripted uh, pages here. To, but Hey, what's with this wind? This wind! Hey! Hey, stop! Stop it! Stop it! 17 pages of scripts being scattered all over the studio! Just trying to help, Bob. Just trying to help it blow over. <laughs> Mother Nature, my script is a scattered victim of your windstorm. And going by your snickering laughter, this disarray, no, chaos, was an intentional act of yours. 17 pages strewn on my bookcases, windowsills, the floor. And look, there's one up there wedged between the ceiling and the light fixture. Wow, Bob. I've never done anything intentional before, but you humans do it all the time. And you know, I am playing the role of a human woman, so I guess I have the prerogative of doing things intentionally, unintentionally, unconsciously, consciously. Hey, well, I've got quite a choice now, don't I? Thanks to evolution, you have all sorts of choices. Why, as Mother Nature, things just happen. 
I don't intentionally do anything. It seems like Kesara Sara with me. What will be will be. But then again, my rotating once every day and orbiting once a year, you might classify that. How I was made and how I was deliberately, well, if you want to use that word deliberately, put forth in motion by my daddy and by the laws of the cosmos, you might say I'm intentionally doing these things. And when you're as big as I am, it's hard to stop. <laughs> and according to Bob's good friend, Noah Webster, the definition of intentional is done purposely. An action or behavior which is done on purpose. And besides, Bobby Bobino, <laughs> don't blame the wind for this mess. If you had stapled your 17 pages of script and placed it under a heavy book such as this dictionary, and no mess would have been created. And your vagueness as to how your podcast is to be assembled assumes that it is therefore contrived, which does connote negativity. Maybe you have something to hide you don't want to share with your listeners. You know, Mother Nature, I liked you a lot better as Mother Nature instead of a foxy lady. Yes, Bob, but I am beautiful, and that does put you in check, doesn't it? No, Mother Nature, it doesn't. All it does is tell our listeners that you've learned the blame game. As Mother Nature, everything's an event or happening, but as a human, We've evolved categories for all your events and happenings. And one of them is the blame game. Not pretty, not one of our healthiest evolutionary developments, but it's a part of us. And obviously, it's a part of you now as a human. Yes, but Bobby Ruzmo. Bobby, darling, know that all living entities, animals, plants, you name it, are a part of me, everything. But I can't manage evolution. I just encourage it to happen because of the way I am. So it's up to you living entities to evolve and to uh, take it as it comes in whatever size, shape, or fashion, and of course, yes, it will affect my own composition. My air, my soil, my oceans will be changed by your evolutionary developments. I don't mean to bring it up, but it surely has an effect on the balance. Our balance, remember that, Bob. And remember, there are many negative behaviors. There's theft, murder, lies. Why even camouflage is a lie? It's a visual lie, which benefits 
the camouflage animal by having the viewer perceive that the camouflaged animal is part of the landscape. Just as a good lie benefits the liar because the lie is perceived as reality. Now in the blame game, the person who's doing the blaming is accusing someone else of causing the problem when in actuality <laughs> the person who's doing the blaming is lying and that he is the actual cause of the problem. Sorry Bob, it's all part of evolution. Gotta learn to live with it. Hope it doesn't kill you. <laughs> it always gets back to balance with you, doesn't it, Mother Nature? Well, it's for your own good. I'm going to live no matter what for billions of years. But without the balance, you're curtailing your own existence as a species even now. Fine, Mother Nature. You'll be happy to know that more and more of us humans are regretting our behavior and its effect on you and our fellow species and of course ourselves it's not pretty but we're trying and as for now i would like to just once again balance this podcast with a little humor in spite of your jocular hindrance which you've shared with us today oh listeners bob's been reading his dictionary again why, you don't even sound funny. You need to undergo a cosmic transformation of your mood. In a moment, Mother Nature, in a moment. Maybe a few more moments, please. Thank you. I'll just pretend I've just taken a 30-minute break and I'm coming back refreshed and feeling jolly. Okay, the break's over. I'm jolly now. You know, listeners, I always do my best to make everyone's life a little bit better. So here's some advice. Let's say you're in a room with the ACs set way too low and you're really cold. Let me just suggest to you that you stand in the corner where it's always 90 degrees. Well, here's another tip to better your health. A lady uh, asked me, she's sort of a nervous person, bless her heart, and sometimes she gets, she feels like butterflies in her stomach. And she asked me what I suggest she do, and I, I told her to stop eating caterpillars. And oh, here's a newsflash that I heard just before we got on the air today, that two thieves stole a calendar. Well, the good news is they each got six months. Listeners, I don't have many friends, and I've only got one rich one. He just bought a dog. He wants him to be trained as a watchdog, and he named him Rolex. And you know, he always shares life lessons with me to make me a better person. He said, never trust an atom because they make up everything. And last, I wanna share a little something I learned the other night. Uh, I have insomnia, by the way. 
so I'll entertain myself by pondering ideas of great consequence, such as like, where does the sun go? Well, I deliberated on this for hours. Then just before morning, it dawned on me. You know, Bob, it just dawned on me that it's time for the contest, don't you think? Sure, Mother Nature. And you know, listeners, we've got a, a great contest for music lovers because, well, you know, I don't know if I ever told you this, but our producer, Mr. Danny Freeld, is also an awesome guitarist and composer. Matter of fact, Danny composed and played the riff you hear at the beginning of each of our podcasts. So Danny and I were discussing ideas for this week's contest. And we decided to have a riff contest. That's right. You phone in your own riff. You have 45 seconds to play your own riff. No words, just instruments only, please. And our crack panel of judges, in spite of their scrimpy musical background, however they try hard, bless their hearts, will do their best by means of their exclusive, systematic, subjective methodology will determine our contest winner. Now you can send your entry to us by our email, which is one plus one makes two dot mn at gmail.com or phone in your entry to 706-940-2094. One more time. Our email is one plus one makes two dot mn at gmail.com and our phone number 706-940-2094. Entries must be received by 11 hours, 59 minutes and 59 seconds p.m. Sunday, October 3rd. Don't forget to include your name, hometown, state, and phone number with your entry. The winner will have a tree planted in his or her honor in our field of winners in Phoenix City, Alabama, and will be immortalized by the brass plaque attached to his or her tree. And brass neither rusts or corrodes in any way. Hey, we have already have some of the locals coming by to view the field, the trees, read the plaques. It's becoming a tourist thing. Listeners, that concludes today's episode. And uh, you might want to know that our government, well, you probably know this already, is short on cash at the moment. So we are still waiting for our check from the National Endowment of the Arts. That puts us in a spot where we're going to ask all of you to donate via GoFundMe. And for those of you who are computer illiterate such as I am, here's how to do it. Go to GoFundMe.com and search one plus one makes two. Now remember, 
Put a space between each word and no numbers, please. Spell out each word. And then you'll see a little square that says donate. Punch that and give what you can. This is Bob Dowd saying thank you and see you next time.